Hi, Breakup Besties. Welcome back to another episode of the Broken Hearts Club. We're so excited that you tuned in this week. And as you can see, we have a bit of a change. So this time we are together and you can actually watch us. So it's super exciting and we hope to do more episodes like this in the future. So definitely let us know if you like this kind of format and if you like us also, you know, being together. So just to introduce ourselves a little bit, because yeah, you might not recognize us just from our voices. So I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anastasia, and we have already shared our breakup stories in the previous episodes. Yeah, and so we're super excited for this episode, and we have a pretty interesting topic, I think, today, also because uh, I think we did talk about this a little bit. Maybe I mentioned it in the first episode. We are friends. We met actually at university, so today we're talking about a topic I think that is kind of close to us because when we met, I was actually going through my breakup, so it was like perfect timing you know so today we're going to be talking about how you can support a friend through a breakup and also how uh, as the person going through the breakup you can ask your friend for support so I think we're just gonna kind of dive right into the first one which I think we can both agree on is super important when supporting your friend through a breakup it's trying to be an active listener and being empathetic yeah, I think that it's very important to uh, be a good listener in any situation as well. But also when you the person goes through the breakup, uh, not to switch the topic to yourself, not to switch the topic to your own problems, also not to be interrupted with your phone constantly and give 100% of attention that is possible to your friend because it's a very sensitive and traumatic experience for most of the people and I think that to be good listener at this moment is very valuable for both listener and the person who receives the support. Yeah I definitely agree I think you know especially in the beginning phase when I feel like you're going through so many emotions and you just kind of want to like splurt all of your emotions out and everything that you're feeling which can also I think be a bit overwhelming but I remember actually um the day of my breakup we had a lecture together I'm sure you remember and I sat next to Anastasia and I think you were the first person I told out loud about the breakup because I already you know messaged my friends over my phone but I remember I just sat next to you in class and I was like my boyfriend broke up with me <laughs> and it was so nice because yeah I think you were such a good listener, even though we were kind of having, you know, the lecture in between. So it was a bit, you know, funny or like random timing. Um, and honestly, like, frankly speaking, this was my first uh, experience when a person that I did, like, that was not my friend came to me and started sharing about their feelings. And I felt uh, a little bit stressed at first, but then I kind of remember because I was also going through a breakup not that long ago before that. And I was kind of uh, trying to think about what I would like to listen to and what I would like to hear back in the time. And that's why I think it's very important to like uh, project emotions that but also understand what another person wants to hear, but also understand what would you like to hear in this situation, what you wouldn't definitely not like to hear in this kind of situation. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of the same. If like one of my friends is going through a breakup now, I would try to think like how I would want to be approached in that situation. But yeah, that's so funny because I never actually asked you how you felt because I remember it was just, I turned and I'm like, he broke up with me. It's like, no, like, oh. hi. 
I was also so surprised because it was just a lecture and I was like so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was actually very, very like, uh, I was very touched that you also shared to me. So I think it was a very nice moment. Yeah, I think it was like a bonding moment because there was yeah. just hello, like, how are you? It was just like, yeah. straight yeah. straight away said it. So yeah, I think like being a good listener regardless is super important, especially maybe if you even don't know the person that well. I mean, you know, luckily, like in our case, it was not like me trauma dumping for 20 hours. So it was like, I think pretty, pretty manageable. Um, Yeah, but I think, yeah, you make a lot of good points. I think it's just like super important to try to be open, you know, to what the person is saying. And like, I, yeah, I feel like it can be also probably overwhelming if you're like, having so many you know thoughts and emotions like from the other person onto you so but I think you handled that situation pretty well and I think like something that goes in line with a little bit also what you said is like trying to say what you would want to hear and I think for me one of those things is like trying not to offer solutions immediately you know like block him forget about him move on I feel like for me, especially in the beginning, when I was so sad, that none of those things are what I wanted to hear, even though, I mean, they were all true, like, you should probably block them and eventually move on. But I think in the beginning, I was like, Oh, my God, no, this is the end of the world for me. So yeah, I think like, that is kind of one of the things yeah. that, yeah, I also think that like, sometimes people, uh, some people cheat on others then they break up and then your friend shares about the story to you and you feel like uh why would you ever get, go back to him or like why would you ever consider even going back to him because it was a bad uh thing to do and everything like, oh like the like uh conditions and like situations are so different and uh for example if they break up and they want to go back sometimes it, there is a huge urge to offer a solution and say you have to do that that's the right thing to do but i think that we also might know only the side of the uh, our friend so we don't know both sides and we also might not consider all the emotions all the aspects involved in the whole situation and also like even if we are right about the solution i think that still the friend is for the support in the moment because i think that the friend that is going through the breakup also knows the solution you know he or she knows the solution even better than us and I think it's amazing that I think it's important then uh, to like consider this, um, yeah, like give it a break of mm -hmm. offering the solutions and uh, first just offer this support as friend to friend. Yeah. I think it's valuable. And I think that also when uh, going through the, like when another person goes through the breakup, to be patient because you mentioned this, like when sometimes when the person goes through this traumatic experience, they overshare a lot and they share so much and they constantly share about the breakup and I think that um especially in the first stages of the of this kind of uh, situation it's very important to be patient and be especially um good listener and especially available for another person yeah yeah I think that's such a good point like as you mentioned especially in the beginning I think it can be really overwhelming and it's just yeah important to be patient because I mean 
everyone's healing journey is different. And, you know, like we say in previous episodes, sometimes it can take people, you know, one week, sometimes it can take even a year, you know, and that's also normal. So I think it's really important to stay patient. And I think, you know, just like, try to be as supportive as possible. I mean, breakups are never easy, and they're never, you know, fun either. But yeah, I think, you know, especially like, I think with the ups and downs, because I think a lot of the times, you know, one day you're feeling good, but then the next day you're feeling really low again. So maybe you're one day telling your friend like, oh, I finally feel so much better. I feel great. And then the next day you just kind of wake up feeling like shit again. So I think, you know, healing is also not linear. And I think it's important to keep that in mind, like for also for both people, you know, if you're the one going through the breakup, but also if you're the friend, you know, trying to help your friend, like, don't feel you know frustrated if the next day they're like crying again because I yeah I think that's just so normal when you're having just so many yeah difficult emotions yeah I think it's it's very good point and also like the breakup and uh, all of this grief feeling that is involved it's all of these five stages that we uh, and seven stages were like how many stages like it doesn't even matter like this all stages every person go through um it's impossible like it's important to acknowledge them and just keep like in line with what we are feeling and what another person feels and just go with the flow kind of and always be nearby and um say it out loud to another person that you are always there and you're always there to um be nearby in any case like neither they are breaking up neither they are going back together neither like anything else happens like anything you're always there and uh, I think it's gonna make another person feel not lonely and much more confident in what they and maybe even make a healthier decision in the end yeah especially I think when we talked about the I think the breakup stages in the second episode and you can just jump from different stages constantly. So it's, yeah, I think really difficult. So yeah, just being supportive. And I think, you know, one of the ways that you can be supportive besides being a good listener and something that I think I personally appreciated, like going through my breakup was trying to do new activities or like some kind of distractions. So I remember what, you know, when I was going through the breakup, a mutual friend of ours that we met at university, she she was the one that actually got me into painting because I mentioned painting in the last episode as a hobby that I kind of started, you know, as when I was going through the breakup or through my healing journey. And she was the one that actually got me into painting. And then I kind of picked it up myself. But I think a nice thing that you can do to support your friend through a breakup is like trying new activities. And I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be painting. It can be maybe like yeah going for a coffee or like to a new coffee spot or something like that I think yeah that can also, be really you can also join together and go to the gym and do some activities that normally you do alone just do together just offer to do something together I think it's very valuable for most of people who are going through breakup yeah because and... now after the breakup they have a bunch of free time and so <laughs> you have to fill it in with something <laughs> Yeah, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. And I think it can also, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're spending so much time with your partner, then yeah, especially once you do break up, you feel suddenly so lonely. So it can be nice to do things together with your friend also that you know, you would do with your partner, like go for lunch or go for dinner, or stuff like that. And I think, yeah, it can always be nice to discover new things in the city that you're living in. I feel like 
I always say that Amsterdam has so many nice and amazing things, you know, that you can still discover, but I'm sure a lot of cities also offer that, you know, like I think pottery classes or like the painting, I'm really on the painting <laughs> phase yeah. right now, but there's also a lot of trends online that you can find that you don't even have to like go somewhere where someone is going to teach you you can literally just uh buy a small canvas take some paints and go to a cafe with a friend and just draw some random stuff together and like switch the canvases together and there are so many interesting challenges you can do together which i think it's a very fun way of kind of switching the focus from the breakup and focusing on yourself focusing together just having nice time I think it's for the first weeks especially I think it's very important and even if it's not as important for yourself like as you are a helper for another person is definitely very valuable yeah I think the painting one is actually from TikTok I, like this trend yeah. where you switch every five minutes yeah 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 it, it is and I think it's it's so fun like it's just we did it with my husband and uh it was very like we are very bad in painting but it was very fun experience just like it's it was a very nice date idea but I think it's a very nice friend friend date idea as well I, I think it's just so fun and you don't have like you don't need a lot of money to do that you don't have to book anything just go out and just somehow you know like uh, make the coffee break more interactive I think it's fun that's such a nice idea I think I actually need to do that when I when I get back like I've never sure. I've never tried it and I'm also you know I'm also a pretty bad painter I feel like I talk about it so much in these like last two episodes but I can't paint at all I look like a kindergartner <laughs> so it's, it's no Picasso but it's definitely fun so okay that's a nice idea I think I'm gonna try that out actually soon and I think uh, another thing, you know, while we're still on the topic of how you can support your friend before we move on, how to ask for support, I think like probably also one of the most important ones is to offer reassurance. I think one of the main emotions people feel in in the midst of a breakup is like they will never find love again. You know, they are not good enough. They are not worth of worthy of love. You know, all of these really negative like self-doubting thoughts and I think that can be you know so negative and so harmful like maybe especially if you had a bad relationship or you know your partner was also you know speaking negatively about you or stuff like that so I think offering reassurance as a friend to your broken up friend is a super important part as well yeah I think it's uh in line with that not only reassure some um that they will find and like give them this hope and motivation which is definitely is going to happen it's not even really hope it's just uh repeating it to them uh i think it's important but also i think that even reassuring and kind of like um highlighting their small victories along this healing journey is also very important because uh that also is going to kind of reassure them that they are going on the right way and it's going to help them to um yeah kind of understand that the healing journey is so like everyone goes at least once some people go 10 times in their life and it's every time the same thing just different durations different kind of um int like intensity of the feelings we have but the same thing every single time and to understand that you are having this healing journey and acknowledge this and kind of have all of the small steps like 
blocking your ex is one small step also like uh stop talking about him one day is also another good step or like taking off the pictures from the wall i don't know like throwing away the things that you had together like all of these small steps i think it's so important to celebrate them together with your friend and not consider them silly but consider them as a very important step and crucial step to towards this healthy happy life and a new relationship in the end yeah that's such a good one i really like that you mentioned that one because i think when I was, for example, going through the breakup, especially the first three months, I felt like I wasn't making any progress at all, even though, you know, a lot of those things that I did do during the day were these, you know, small victories because it was really bad in the beginning. And then it was kind of, I mean, getting a little bit better. But I think especially if you are the one going through the breakup, it can be hard to recognize, you know, that, okay, today I did get out of bed or I, you know, didn't leave the house or I went to class or to maybe to the office or something like that so yeah I think that's a really nice one I like that one that you kind of just like acknowledge that they are making progress even if it's like something small yeah I also think that like um it's one more thing from myself I wanted to say about the um to help a friend sometimes the breakups can be very tough and can be very intense and I think that um when it's because we also talked about the abusive relationship before mm-hmm. i think that if you are a friend and you know that your friend is going through a breakup with a person who has been abusing in any way and your friend i think it's important to also offer some sort of a um, um protection or help i know that most of the people are not going to call professional seek professional help and i think it is needed anyways but as a friend you can always offer like uh, ask them to add your, yourself as a, like a quick call phone number or um, also just be open to listen because I think a lot of people close about that and they are just in fear at home going through the breakup deciding just to ghost everyone and you know like disappear from everyone's eyes not to meet like the person they're breaking up with so I think that offer, offer this support in terms of like uh, being protected is also very important during the breakup. Yeah, and I think that can help, you know, progress the healing journey and also kind of propel them a little bit forward if you are just kind of this like reassuring, you know, protecting part. And I think that's a super nice way to kind of like lead into the second part of our episode. So how as the person going through the breakup, you can ask a friend for support. So, you know, in the beginning I shared, you can be very open, (laughs) direct, but I think that uh, it can be really difficult, but I think one of the just the most important parts is to be honest and vulnerable, even maybe about the parts that you didn't share previously. Like I remember when I was in the relationship, I think I would never really share the bad parts. I think I also kind of overlooked them a little bit, which is a bad thing. But I think only after I kind of like was processing it. And I think I was also more honest that, you know, maybe not everything was so great. And I think being just honest and, you know, vulnerable with your friend when you approach them for support is also pretty crucial. Yeah, I think that when I was going through my breakup, like the one that was very tough for me, I think that I haven't shared anything, to be honest. I haven't even, I think that it's amazing that nowadays we are talking about healing journeys and that the breakup is by itself, like going through the breakup is a healing journey. It is 
quite a new, I think, uh, emerging thought. And um, uh, for me, I didn't know about that because I was uh, in a quite uh, conservative kind of group. So I didn't really, no one really talks about mental health. No one talks about um, your mental problems and different situations that can cause them, like that can cause these traumatic experiences. So when I was going through the breakup, I didn't really think it was a healing journey i was thinking it was just me having a breakup and i was kind of like fine but not fine so i wasn't even like thinking about my emotions that much so i think it's important to and be honest with yourself as well and be uh understand that you are going through this and as like as soon as you understand it yourself as soon as you understand your emotions and that you can be vulnerable and that you can be weak sometimes you can also more clearly deliver what you're feeling to your friend and then you can expect a better understanding from the friend and maybe better support because i think a lot of in many ways friends just don't understand we think that friends don't understand what we think but i think that in many cases it's just miscommunication and maybe you don't tell everything maybe they don't understand the situation properly maybe they just know the part of the situation so if there is this miscommunication, then this mismatch with advice and what we ask for can happen. So if we're honest with ourselves and honest then with our friend and open, I think we can expect better support. And uh, it's also very important to understand that if you need support, it's okay to ask. Like it is, it is not a, like your friend is not going to be burdened. You're never going to be a burden to your friend. You are that's why you have friends with your friend um so it's very important to express what you need from another person like um if you need support you can ask for it if you want to distract yourself and go out you can express it explicitly to a person and then i'm sure 99.9 percent of friends are gonna listen to you and also if you are uh if you for example want not to be touched like sincerely you just want to be alone for this week or like a few days you can also honestly tell it and your friend is not going to be offended if you just communicate clearly that during this week i'm feeling overwhelmed with emotions so i need to just you know focus on myself and just kind of figure it out it's also fine so this communication clear communication between you and your friend is the key to you having this good support and healthy journey and healthy healing and yeah it may be even make it this process faster even though you shouldn't make it faster <laughs> technically but i think it can really help to speed it up a little bit and you can get over the breakup much faster yeah that's kind of what i was actually thinking as you were saying that maybe if you are able to express your needs more clearly because i think i had a bit of a difficult time with this maybe i think it can kind of help the process go a little bit faster although I agree you shouldn't intentionally want to make it go faster but I think if you can clearly ask your friend like what kind of support you want so like okay maybe this week I want to go out and be active and then next week you're feeling a little bit more like you want to be alone and you know take more time for yourself then also tell them that and I think that can also maybe like ease a little bit of like stress from your friend because you know sometimes if you're going through so many emotions like it can also be difficult like you know how to support your friend I think we said it a little bit in the beginning like maybe you don't want to offer solutions immediately but you know maybe you do want solutions like right away yeah. in the beginning so then if you do tell your friend that then 
they can, you know, offer you some more clear advice. I think it can mm-hmm. kind of just help, you know, you understand the healing journey a little bit easier, although it is like so difficult. But yeah, I think that was a really nice point. And I think I agree with like everything that you said and definitely a, a good point for, for next time to try to be more clear with my communication. Yeah, I also I said this point because of my own experience with miscommunication as well. I haven't shared most of like nothing and nothing bad when I had the relationship. Even when I was going through the breakup, I haven't really shared all the bad stuff because I didn't really feel like I had to. I thought that I could save the relationship in for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then after the breakup, when I was already completely like out of hand and I needed support, that's when, when I almost had to ask already you know because I felt unsafe but I think that in many cases when there's no this kind of extreme um yeah point I think people kind of avoid explaining the whole situation in like details because they feel like they are burdened to the to their friends and I think that it's never the case because like as us being friends to each other and to other people I mean I'm super open to other people share their stories and I'm never, I have never felt burdened. Even if the person talks about their breakup, like I would say too much, like it's not too much for me because I'm a friend and I'm super ready to listen for like forever about the breakup. Yeah. So I think that it's very um, yeah important, this communication. Yeah. I definitely agree with you, even though, you know, maybe, yeah, your friend is talking about it a lot, but it's never too much or it's never like, you know, burdening, I think, in the other position. So also, yeah, don't don't be afraid, I think, to really just communicate to your friends what you need and what you want. And that can also allow them to be a better friend. Yeah. And talking about the uh, communication I think one of the tips to make it more clear is to use a lot of I statements so not to make it generalizing or not to make it more like direct to a person like listen to me you can say that I need you to listen to me I want to have some support from you right now like I like always uh, refer to your to your own feelings and what you want in this moment and I think this um, I statements can really help uh, to make the communication more clear yeah I think that's a good one I actually really like that one and I think yeah it's a good point actually for me like for the future and I think it's also a bit nicer to kind of say what you want instead of saying something like oh you need to talk to me or stuff like that because then I think it can sound a little bit more like pressuring maybe or like yeah. trying to like be more demanding but I think if you really place just like the context on yourself and be like I could really use your support right now instead of like, oh, you need to support me. I think, yeah, is definitely a little bit better. And also, yeah, it can really, I think, help clear up the communication and like um, make sure there is no miscommunication because, yeah, as we already said, that can be an issue. And I think another way, if you're having trouble communicating and, you know, or you are prone to miscommunication like me is maybe you can text or write it to be like very clear and then I think also if you text you have a bit you have time to kind of think what you want to say so you can you know think about it and as opposed to like being in person and you're maybe just having a conversation and you like don't know how to ask for support texting can be a nicer way to kind of just like do it in your private time and you know think of like how to approach your friend 
for support. And I think that can also be like maybe another tip of how to, oh yeah, just like be more clear. I think it also can give this uh, time to write the big message about the whole situation that is going on. And you can really think about the points that you want to make and uh, tell the story that you want to share and not uh, like miss any points and then not overthink about the conversation afterwards and like, oh my God, I had to tell this to the mm -hmm. friend and be more, um, yeah, more wise about what you are saying during the text. If it's easier for people than I th like for someone, I think it's, like, for example, I think for me, it's much easier because I can also like uh, forward the, some messages <laughs> and yeah. um, can give like a better perspective on the situation. So I think it's in many, like it also can be an urgent solution sometimes because a few of my friends, are just sending me messages when something happens, like when new updates in the situation occur. So I think like if we would have to organize a call, we all have different kind of schedules when you're adults, like there is work, there are so many things to do. So I think when they are sending me the message and I can respond right away, or even like after like a little bit of a time when I have a time, I think it's very uh, helping people to like have this urgent support urgent solution no, not even solution just like urgent this healing um i don't know like the booster uh because uh i think support really is needed in some moments and some people actually don't even need like solutions as i already mentioned previously they mostly need this reassurance that they are doing everything right that they are doing everything right that they are going through the healing that everything is going to be fine and yeah i think that a text or write or call can be a very good solution not to like organize meeting and yeah wait until the time to do that yeah and i think another thing if you text also it gives i think the friend or the person receiving the message a little bit of time to kind of like respond maybe you know more mindfully or in a more like you know coherent way i feel like when I was recently having a friend go through a breakup and in person, I felt like, you know, really bad. And I like almost didn't know what to say. And I think if over text, you have like a couple of minutes to kind of think what you want to say. Also, maybe you can offer like better and more coherent support because I was, I remember I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you know, but I was like, whoa, whoa, I don't know what to say just because I was like also kind of a bit unexpected. So I think, yeah, maybe texting can also be a nice way to kind of keep like, you know, good communication and also allow your friend to offer, you know, maybe a bit stronger support. And yeah, it can also be a nice solution if you, for example, are like living abroad and you have friends back home and you can't see them, you know, texting is a nice way to just like always be in touch. And I feel like we're all so digital nowadays and everyone is on their phones. So it is, I think, a pretty good solution as well. Yeah. But I also want to highlight the um, importance of the physical meetings with your friend because even sometimes it can be very, like, you might feel very vulnerable opening up in front of the friend, like, into the eyes. And mm -hmm. kind of, like, when you are in person, you feel like you are switching all the attention to yourself. And it might be very, um, yeah, very just hard for many people to, like, go through this conversation. I think that it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's normal. And most people feel this way. And I think that um, it's okay to also, like, you, you you should be very understandable of what another person 
like says to you not be too aggressive too like impulsive if something is not what you were expecting to hear and for example if they are trying to um yeah say right away the solution or everything just to be more understanding and kind of um maybe more explicitly say what you want in this mm -hmm. moment maybe you just want to drink wine play some games not talk about this at all but to be listened to then just say about it and if it's like a physical meeting i'm sure most of the friends will understand and uh yeah but texting also is a solution for many i think cases yeah i definitely agree that it is important though if you can meet in person you know to have that physical support there as well and yeah i think you know probably one of the main takeaways is it's just really difficult I think asking for support but also being the one supporting and I think as we like reiterated in every episode you know breakups are so challenging you have so many emotions and it can be really difficult but I, I think like clear communication with your friend and you know as the friend trying to just offer reassurance and support, you know, as best as you can, as, as best as they want it is, yeah, like probably one of the better things that you can do. Yeah. It's actually amazing that most people can say that they have a friend to, to offer support. I also want to say that if you don't have a friend to ask for support or if, uh, yeah, if you just have no one to, to talk to, then there's always a way to ask for uh, professional help to always to talk to someone. And it's not nothing to be ashamed of. It's super normal. It's, just another friend to talk to which is going to help you to structure your thoughts there is also a lot of communities on the, um, there where you can talk almost to nowhere and a lot of people are going to respond a lot of people are going to resonate with what you're going through it's you're never alone like there are so many solutions so many things right now on the internet in this digital age that are going to help you not to feel alone and um yeah i think that if there is no one to talk to in the moment, there are a lot of solutions and you're never alone. And don't be ashamed to ask for support from neither professional or some community on the internet. It's super normal. Yeah, that's such a nice thought. I think like I don't have anything else to share. I think that was like kind of the perfect concluding thought. Unless do you have like anything else you want to? Well, I think that's share? it. I think that is just beautiful that we all like... Um, that it's like we start to talk about this um, possibility to like be better understood and also to understand your friend better. And I think that the more there's so much information online you can read actually about all of these tips to communication and everything. And uh, I'm sure we cannot cover all of them, but I think that yeah, if you just wanna ask for support, just ask and talk about it. The communication is to keep key to everything also if you are a friend and you cannot support a friend at the moment just talk about it it's it's just all about this communication and understanding and yeah I'm super happy that the world right now is talking about it and a lot of people can like you know this rise in this um mental health and uh support and everything understanding issues yeah, I think that's really nice. And I think we're kind of breaking a little bit the, this breakup taboo, you know, it's okay to talk about it. And I think you should talk about it because 
as you said, everyone goes through it probably at least once or multiple times, unfortunately. So it's okay to talk about it. And, you know, you always have your friends there to support you. And yeah, I think it's really nice that you also mentioned online communities. I mean, there are a lot of breakup support groups as well, where you can also be a bit more anonymous, you know, if maybe you don't want to be so confronting in the beginning, or you just want to share your story to someone who will also listen. And, you know, you don't want to put a name to your face. That can also be, you know, a nice kind of outlet. So, yeah, I think it's really nice that you also mentioned that. And also, yeah, I had to mention that uh, we are having actually an online community, Heartloop, which uh, is open to anyone, is open to any story, and you can share anything. You can, if you go there via the link. Uh, in our bio, I think that you can <laughs> access it there. Um, you can uh, read the previous messages there. Maybe some of the stories will resonate with what's going on in your story, like with, in your healing journey. I think because most of the people are going through the same healing of grief. And uh, yeah, if you don't have a friend at the moment, there's always a solution. And Loop is always here to listen for you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so as Anastasia said, we will link it down below so you guys can join. We have a Discord community and also an Instagram where we share some more tips, you know, some more healing tips or breakup related content. So definitely check those two out. So I think before we jump into the meditation or actually it's going to be a one minute breathing exercise and we're going to be kind of guiding you through it this time. But before we jump into that, is there anything else you want to share? No, I'm super happy with this conversation, super happy to be together this time and with the video. Yeah, me too. I think it's awesome. And I think it's also a nice way to kind of connect a little bit more with us and also a nice way for us to connect with, you know, the, the listeners. So super nice. And yeah, this time you guys can, you know, follow along with us. So we're going to be doing a one minute breathing exercise to boost blood oxygen and productivity. So the way it's going to go is we're going to inhale each time for a count of two. And then as we exhale, each time it's going to be longer. So first we're going to start with exhaling for two counts and we're going to go up to five. And uh, we're just going to go through this one time, but so it will be around a minute. But if at home you want to, you know, repeat this a couple of times to maybe be five minutes, then feel free. So I think we can, you know, just get started. I'm going to lead us through it. So I think it's important to, you know, sit down in a comfortable space. Um, you know, kind of take a moment to calm down. And we're just going to start by inhaling for two counts. So one, two, hold and exhale for one, two. And again, we're going to inhale for two counts. One, two, and exhale for three. One, two, three and again we're going to inhale for two counts one two and exhale for the count of four one two three four and the last time we're going to inhale for two counts one two 
and exhale for a count of five. One, two, three, four, and five. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I think it's a really special episode because we get to be together, have a nice conversation, and you can also see us. So I think that's super exciting. And yeah, it was super nice um, to lead you guys through this. And we hope you enjoyed today's topic. And we will see you guys next week in next week's yeah, episode. Bye, breakup yeah. besties.